video cassette and select DVD. They'll leave you screaming for more. Hey, cool friends. My voice is gone. I was at Carly Rae Jepsen, so my voice is <laughs> not here. It's not here. <laughs> I was not, because I have good taste in music. I'm s- totally kidding. I hope you are. You're about to get I'm some emails. So some kidding. very specific I'm, emails. I but love, you know, you're not the first gay that has come out as not liking Carly Rae Jepsen this week. I love her. No, I love her. I don't love her new... Right. Dedication was like, I don't know. It was mid for it, you, at best. Yeah, but... I also did organize an entire poetry reading around it. I, so I still did obviously yeah. love and it. And it was great, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, 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 emotion will never be topped. Be topped. Yeah, because it's a bottom. But I will, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Um, Two gay jokes uh, <laughs> at once. <laughs> um, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Fear Queries, which is not a Carly Rae Jepsen podcast. My name is Chase. and I'm Beza. And we're here to talk about... <laughs> this is one of our mini fright episodes, so a bit shorter in length. Yes. And we're tackling... Queer for fear. Fear queers is tackling fear, queer for fear. Fear queer, not, queer for fear. Not confusing at all. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is a, a Shutter original. I'm sure you have a, a blip about it or no. So Shutter original docu series, <laughs> four episodes, each episode an hour each, um, and it kind of just it kind of well. Let's let's let, let's let Beza explain it. Um. Uh, yeah. Queer for fear. Oh no, it <laughs> went away. Um. Okay. Queer for Fear explores the topic from um, its literary origins with queer authors, Mary Shelley, Bram Stoker. We'll get into that. Uh, a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of good stuff, good gay stuff from the Lavender Scare, a- alien invasion films of the mid twentieth century, um, to the unabating, dangerous queer woman inspired by Sheridan Lafanu's Carmilla. Mm. My favorite. Mm. I don't think I stopped that was talking a great about episode. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I stopped talking about Carmilla. Um, yeah. Queer for Fear reexamines genre stories through a queer lens, seeing them not as violent, murderous narratives, but as tales of survival that resonate thematically with queer audiences everywhere. Period. Period. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's all we um, got. So this is yeah. So this is this is um. Uh, it's gonna be fun. I'm very excited to talk about it. It took me a little bit longer to get to it, but I feel like My we learned. Fell. What was that? My comics fell. Your comics. My comics. <laughs> um. So where do, do we want to? Do we want to? Oh, this is gonna be spoiler filled, by the way. So, but, but like you know, a lot of what we talk about isn't necessarily like. It's spoilers in like a narrative way. It's just sort yeah. of like things that we learned during the show and things that we liked about it, things that we might not have liked about it. So mm-hmm. watch it, come to your own conclusions, enjoy it. Also watch it because it supports important stuff. You know what I mean? It's a queer made, queer ran, yeah. queer written, like which everything's is, good. Which is becoming more and more prevalent, but yeah. I think with that a bit more um demonized in media maybe Mm -hmm. um especially in the horror genre where there are lots of different people with lots of different um viewpoints some very bad yeah uh and homophobic some bad (laughs) takes out there (laughs) lots of bad takes surprisingly okay so overall what did we think overall i cried a lot cried a lot and i told you that already um especially the first episode i think i was just kind of overwhelmed with the like I was overwhelmed with the fact that it existed at all yeah and I think that was um I don't know it was just very like 
I I felt many things. Yeah. What did you think about the about everything? At I first? I get what you're saying in terms of like how I don't know. I think one of the main things that it did for me that I love, and this is how I feel about any piece of like queer docu media, mm-hmm. where it's like it reminds me that gay people existed before 2006. Do you know what I mean? Like like it it, it does this wonderful you're thing like the where year like, I came out. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like it's like it does that. The show does such a good job of like being like wow, queer people we're not only like making you know horror films and like and you know kind of claiming a horror a space in horror as mm-hmm. a genre and inventing the genre yeah um but on top of literally that literally inventing it yeah but on top of that like they were making movies and they were artists and they found ways to still hit mainstream in the way that like some of like universal's most successful movies or people's favorite characters today come from a queer place and so that just like is so validating especially as a creative person who's queer. yeah totally yeah i feel the same way i think that's the biggest impact it made on me but you said it I couldn't say it the way that you said it. I think I was just like, <laughs> it's, it's cause I just grew up not thinking I, people like me w- like were in history. Yes, exactly. Like I was, you're ingrained to think that you, um, like just kind of popped out of nowhere, especially yeah. like queer trans people is like, you know, this new non-binary thing that yeah. <laughs> um, I've been identifying as for 10 fucking years, but it's like, you know, n- new to so many people. So it's new to the world for some right. fucking reason, but right. it was really validating to see like queer cinema also just be history. Like it's yes. not even just like queer history. It's fully just history of an yeah. entire fucking genre, yeah. which yeah. is very, um, I don't know. Just I, no one talks about that. You know, and like a whole medium too. It's just like the art of filmmaking. It's just movie history and cinema history. And and yeah. I, I agree. I like I like that you brought up the history element to it too because I feel like, um, you know, growing up, I I never ha- had role models in historical figures. Yeah. No, Be- you just never could relate to them. The, the stories were cool, but they weren't that ever that cool. I mean, obviously that is it. The blankiest of blanket statements. Yeah. But I mean, that it, it, if if as like a young queer person, if I had more like I found new role models through totally. this watching this, you know, totally. people where I'm like, oh, like either people who I was like, oh, I knew I always liked them. Yeah. And I couldn't understand why I implicitly understood them. But I found out through the show that they were queer and we'll mm-hmm. get into that. But on top of that, it's like, oh, like what's his butt? Um James Whale, mm. girl, yeah, my new hero, yeah. like hero, and it's just like, like there's a cosplay as James and Whale. It was literally, <laughs> like there's just all these gay people hanging out, making art together, yeah. like making these movies together, yeah. and, and and finding ways to like express queerness through uh, such a hetero homophobic world. So yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I loved. I just loved that element of the historical element that you mentioned. Yeah, and I think also it's I love seeing it in um, the form of a documentary because documentaries I. I'm like starting to enjoy more and more because it's I cannot imagine making a documentary to like Girl, not have any stress. like to not have any. I mean, you have like a like a outline, I'm sure I've mm-hmm. never fucking made one. But, you know, I'm assuming <laughs> you have like an outline and like questions you want to ask people. But like you never know where that's going to go. Yeah. So it's really or how it's all going to come together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you don't know what kind of picture it's actually going to make. Mm. Um. So it's really like I don't know. I'm just like, how did they do that. Yeah. It's yeah. really, I don't know. It's really inspiring. It's really, um, yeah, it's all of those adjectives that, you know, we've been saying for the yeah. last five minutes, but 
Yeah, so many. It it reminded me a lot of how I felt. It's not a documentary, but um, the show Dickinson Ooh. about Emily Dickinson really kind of um, gave me this a similar feeling of like queer validation, historical um, fiction type vibe, and like, I mean, she's a pretty dark writer. Yeah. I mean, one of the darkest poets has, who has ever lived. Um, and I think there, it just kind of reinforces that idea of like darkness and queerness and like gothic yeah. romance and all that. You know, yeah. it's very like, I don't know. It it made me feel how I felt when I watched that show, which I loved. I loved I love that, that show. That. And yeah. my queen, Haley Steinfeld, love of my life. Yeah. Was playing Emily Dickinson. Yes. <laughs> no, she's so good at playing queer. I don't know how she does like, it. She mm, must be kind of queer. Um, but we don't know. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> I will say, okay, these things that didn't work for me, I don't know if there's anything for you. It was a little long. Like, the episodes were a little bit long in terms of, like, there were moments that really hit really hard. They slapped so hard. They were so good. Yeah. And But, like, I would leave each episode with, like, two or three things that really hit really mm-hmm. hard. But the rest of it, like, didn't really hit as hard. So, I'm like, did it have to be full-hour episodes I don't know. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? For me, there was just a couple moments where it just kind of was like, okay, I feel like we could have trimmed it up a little bit. Like, I love Alaska. Not the state. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love Alaska Thunderfuck, but, like, I don't need to spend, like, a minute of screen time, which is a long time, of Alaska being like, Frankenstein's brow, like, okay. so iconic. I completely disagree with you. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts. No way. <laughs> yeah, I love- I literally sent a video of it to Blake, and I was, like, laughing, because I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is she saying? She's not saying anything. <laughs> but that's what <laughs> but I love. But that's the camp, and that's the fun, that's, that's the gay. Yeah, that's what yeah. I love about mm-hmm. it, is just, like, it, w- it was heavy historical, and then it could, like, just out of nowhere just be just like Alaska Thunderfuck with saying zero nonsense. media literacy yeah, just talking totally. like but just that's <laughs> like I love the range of like yes. creative expression that's in a good that point. and like the um just like so many different perspectives of like yeah. different artists you know filmmakers writers whoever um, podcasters a lot of podcasters yeah a lot, a lot of, of podcasters, podcasters which is really cool so we'll be there for season two yeah <laughs> totally. Well, after you just fucking shat on it, probably. No! <laughs> I shat on Alaska, so Alaska could come for me. She will. I'll take in her. Your, in your I, I, would, I would pay her to punch me in the face. Me too. I I'd tip her a 20. And she looked fucking good. Yes. So good. Just dripping in the, the red drools. Yes. Jewels. I was drooling. Drools. You're drooling. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I loved the diversity of um, people who were just like... It wasn't just filmmakers, right, you know right. what I mean? Which is so my favorite and different author, ages, like lots all of different over the ages. Place, yeah. My favorite author, Carmen Maria Machado, was I. I love her so she much. She was great in this too. Yeah, and she's just so. Um, I don't know. She's just so uh, inspiring to me, like as a writer, mm. and to hear her talk about. I could listen to her talk about movies all day. A hundred percent. Yeah, and I also uh, Justin Simeon. Mm-hmm. Iconic. Mm-hmm. So iconic and Leslie Headland. Yeah. So like, yeah. Ha- like those those two were some of my favorites too to have on that show. Is just like, uh, yeah. I I could listen to Leslie talk forever yeah. and a day, but not Alaska. No, respectfully, no, no. I, I liked it when Alaska read like Mary Shelley's journal entries, though. Uh, that was great. That was okay. really great, and so, that was fun. Yeah, episode one um, was like Mary Shelley, Frankenstein, mm-hmm. Bram Stoker, like very gothic media. How mm-hmm. did you, did you? Um, what was your favorite episode one through four? Okay, I do have my favorite episode. 
What was your favorite episode? <laughs> As I pull this up. No. Um, do you want me to go? Yeah, you go. I think, well, first and foremost, I think these episodes only get better. I agree. For me, the episode, each episode gets better and better and better. But when it comes to like my personal stuff, I really loved episode two and ever, all the time they spent with Psycho and Hitchcock. Yeah. And Anthony Perkins, because mm-hmm. like though that is like where I come from in terms of like gateway horror. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read Psycho the book. I've spent a lot of time with Anthony Perkins just in terms of like, I mean, I, I go through phases of my life where I'm I just sure save have. dozens of photos with of him because I mm-hmm. think he's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but also because he's so he's so good at acting and he was such an underrated actor. And I mean, I don't know how specific we want to get right now, but there were just like certain things that they highlighted that were like, no, get into it. Okay. Girl, we were hanging out with Rebecca this weekend. Shout out Rebecca. And um, first of all, Rebecca, the movie. Um, okay, that was also the show. Anyway, <laughs> basically, I was going off. This poor person, our poor friend, had to like <laughs> listen to me rant about this. Um, but basically, I found it so fascinating because Anthony Perkins for me has always been an actor where I'm like, I don't get it. Is he gay or is he like not gay? Like he always felt very gay to me. Yeah. I was always like, and that's why I loved him so much. And that's why he was like such a role model for me, especially as like a younger actor is what I wanted to do. So it, it was, um, to learn about his actual queerness and have his son talk about his actual queerness and then have a converse, a conversation about Alfred Hitchcock and his, you know, either like hatred of queerness Mm -hmm. or, or identification with queerness and like the way that they had the way that they highlighted the part in psycho where like the cop or like someone comes over to the motel to talk to Norman and they're like, they're talking over the, the, the bar Mm -hmm. in the office and they're like, they're interrogating Norman and it's like, they look exactly the same, but the guy interrogating Norman who's heavily coded as queer is basically Anthony Perkins when he was playing romantic leads and like heartthrobs earlier in his career. So it's like a straight, version of Anthony Perkins yeah. talking to like a very queer Anthony Perkins and it's like they're fighting and it's like Alfred Hitchcock did that so intentionally do yeah. you know what I mean I also like Rope has always been one of my favorite movies um it's the birds really obviously and also the queerness in with the birds and the, that woman in it her name is it's leaving me I can't I just names. had it but anyways like and that, Rope with the two I forget their names too but yeah And rope for me is like, obviously it's like such an important part of like queer cinema history for me. Like that's how I've always like learned about it in school. And, um, the fact, but what I learned from the show is like the, the really hot one, the submissive one who's very pretty Mm -hmm. was dating the screenwriter of the movie. Right. So like, it's like, it's just, again, like this, like queerness that just has existed in media for so long and has gotten away with it. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't know. Cause it's like, I feel like it's like now it's like hard. It's either really hard and impossible for queerness, for queerness to exist. Um, very, like, you know, implicitly behind like, you know, the gatekeepiness of like in any industry, but it's, it's either, it's either hard to get in and have queerness exist or it's like celebrated as like the biggest deal in the world. And it's like, and overly commodified and overly commodified. Yeah. But what's so cool about it back then is that it just like, it was like, there was nothing anyone could do about it. It was, it just was. It's weird because it's almost like, which this sounds kind of horrible to say, but like when you don't talk about it, it's more freeing in a weird yes, way. I agree. Like when it's not overly represent not that i don't think it's overly represented right now but like when as it is at this level it is very like i don't know is there more of a pressure to be like more hush hush about certain things i don't know i don't know what it is it's like more scrutinized it's more commodified it's just there's just so much more magnifying glass on it and i think it's like the internet 
I mean, yeah, that's the right, issue. Everything's right, issue is like right. everyone thinks that they can just say whatever, which I guess they can, but like, yeah, don't. Go off. I mean, that, <laughs> don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For the but love also, of God. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, um, yeah, it is very, I don't know. It's so weird because I felt the same thing. Yeah. Um, in the, like in the first few, uh, like two, three episodes, I mean, even the fourth episode, like, mm. which was my favorite, so obviously. Good. And, and, and like, that was my second favorite because it was just, yeah. I think it's the best episode. Yeah. It was it's my so favorite, strong. but it's the best one. That fourth one is good. And like lesbian vampire. I, what? Yeah. Yeah. more could i ask for like that's <laughs> literally all. nothing yeah i do have one issue but i'll get to it Ooh. later um it's not a main it's not a big thing but um i yeah i don't know that's what i thought about what i was thinking about during the entire process of watching every episode was yeah. like it's so weird how even in like the aughts when we were growing up um i was like obviously like very i was out but i wasn't comfortable with it but it seems like people in the like 20s 30s 40s even i mean not the 50s i don't think (laughs) the 50s were a little um nuclear family time as they talked about in the documentary but those decades i feel like i don't know there was just some kind of freeness that we don't have anymore yeah there was more anonymity maybe i don't know or like maybe like because and like this isn't a good thing or a bad thing, but I think there was I I assume there was a little bit more of like liberation in how not talked about everything was. Yeah, that's yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where so. it, like it just like so like if you weren't talking about it, then it just was allowed to exist. However, secretly it was existing. It was existing pretty freely, yeah. even if it was in secret. That's how I'm. I'm watch. I just finished the interview at the Vampire Show. We were talking Which about. Which I'm yesterday. starting very soon. It's <laughs> but that is exactly what I love about it. Oh, is good. It's like through the decades of like the 1910s to like the 30s 40s. I literally love that. Love it. Like how fucking queer they were. Yeah. And how there was obviously like it wasn't acceptable. It right. wasn't like, you know, not that it 100% is right now, but um there was so much like freeness and yeah. so much um exploration that was happening that I don't know. It, I don't know. Those that that really reminded me of how I felt when I was watching the documentary too. When I finished that, because those last two episodes were gay as fuck. So gay, yeah. yeah. And the third one was amazing. Everything with the body yeah. snatchers was so fun to talk about because they covered like every side to it. What yeah. were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say the the that one the like I don't know. Maybe it was I was just having a bad day, but that the third episode didn't hit the hardest for me. Mm. Um, which was the like cat people, body snatchers. I think I don't really resonate too much with that in horror generally, which is why yeah. I wasn't as interested, but I learned a lot through those just because yeah. those aren't the type of movies that I'm necessarily gravitating towards. I'm like very much Frankenstein, yeah. lesbian vampire, yes. that kind of stuff. Universal yeah. monsters. What I liked about the, about the body snatcher stuff was it did talk a lot about like the safety of conforming, but yeah. also like the horrifying reality that if you do conform like you lose all of yourself and like straight culture or like the body like the alien can take over you and like you lose your individuality you lose your queerness but also like there is like a certain like like safety and being able to pass like and passing like that was all so interesting because they literally yeah. try to pass as other body snatchers like that was I really think interesting that is why i felt very uncomfortable by mm-hmm. it like yeah. i and it was like kind of gearing it was going towards that um 50s 60s yeah. era where i i don't know i get very uncomfortable thinking about that time in yeah, american fair. history it's just very like 
I don't know. It feels very, like you said, just conforming and very right. like dangerous um, to be a queer person. And I yeah. think that's why I was uncomfortable watching that episode. Yeah. And they, they, I agree. And I think what it did for me in terms of uncomfortableness too, is it's like, it talks a lot about like transformation and like werewolf stuff where it's like this fear of like, Oh, if I like, like that's going to come out at some point, right? Like mm-hmm. the transformation is going to happen. Like your queerness is going to be expressed in certain ways, yeah. whether you like it or not. It's a big reason why I didn't drink in high school. I was horrified that if I got drunk in high school, I would be gay. Like gayness would come out of me. And so that was like very uncomfortable to watch. Um, and they yeah. talked about that, which I thought was really interesting. And, and also sort of like this shame, the shame that like people who like were werewolves in these movies that they were talking about or whatever, like, or the cat, you know, the cat people, mm-hmm. um, like, the shame of like after after the transformation, yeah. like after that is expressed, after you, after yeah. you let that out, like yeah. the shame you feel afterwards, and like that shit is a little it's too real. Crazy how everything is gay. A hundred percent. Is everyone talking about this? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's crazy. Okay, even like. Do you have more things to say about the monsters? No, honestly, those are like, those are, I mean, I'm ready, I'm ready to keep talking, but those are like all of my, honestly, no, all my notes. Yeah. I just think I want to talk about episode four a little bit because oh, yes, yeah. the, um, mm-hmm. way that they portrayed lesbian sapphic, um, romance was like, it was great. Yeah. I loved every single, I, I don't think I've watched, um, what was, I think I have to watch, um, Rebecca. I've never seen Rebecca. Oh yeah. I have to watch yeah. it. Yeah. I'm so, I'm already obsessed and I haven't even seen yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I'm like so fascinated by those portrayals of like women, queer women in a time where it was like, if you didn't have a husband, you were fucked. Yeah. Like you were, um, you had no money. You yeah. were no money, no family, 16 mil <laughs> Miami. Like you were not, going to be a like functioning human in society um and i think the idea of like saying fuck it and just like being who you were because like you didn't um really have an option is like very much how i felt when i was younger um and obviously in different ways but i don't know i i think like People are so scared of women's sexuality even now. Yeah. And it's such a relevant thing. It's like, so relevant. It's, yeah. I mean, I know that's like a common thing is like not much has, I mean, lots has changed, but not much has changed. Right. It's very much that idea of like people are still scared of like women's sexuality and um, defying the roles of women in like heterosexual relationships. Yeah. It's so... I don't know. I think that episode was just very, it felt just relatable to, um, current day, which is sad, but it is. Yeah. No, it really, it really is crazy. They were really able to communicate a lot about that in really powerful ways. And then also that idea, you kind of mentioned this earlier of like, like the lesbian ghost where it's like this, I don't know. It was so good. And it it kind of did such a good job of like talking about all the compromises women have to make in life. Mm Mm-hmm. And it compromises in terms of like their little body. So they're a ghost or like, or they, if they are in their full power, then they die. Like, yeah. it's like, oh my God, that episode hit so freaking hard. It really hit hard. Um, and I will never stop talking about it. Um, yeah. and there are just so many powerful depictions of queer women, good or evil. Like it's very, um, evil, you know, yeah. I think 
and it's you know telling i think when they like we're starting to go into the 90s a little bit more about um even when uh it was less of like fear of women's sexuality and more like a fetishization of uh, sexuality it was like bitch can't catch a break i know it was it's really it's really um I don't know. It's really a, it's a very special episode. It is, and I think they did save the best for last, like you said. They did. They it was. Really they did. really went out on a bang, which is so like I feel like documentaries can go, especially docu series, yeah. like not a full you know a full um, full length movie or anything like that can really go downhill or like lose steam. But I think they really like. Yeah. They really hit it. I do have one thing that I was upset about. What was it? Um, Karen Kusama. Yes. Jennifer Jennifer's body. Director. JB. They didn't talk about Jennifer's body. Is that what you're gonna say? No, it was it was such it was such a hole in it. There was it was such a hole in it. No, I was waiting for them <laughs> I, to bring it up. I was shocked. It's I was shocked too, especially because like Karen Kusama was out there here talking about sort of like this unapologetic yeah. like power that women have and like how like and like just sort of like going from like a place of like being so like power, like for women in stories to be, go from a place of Mm -hmm. so powerless to the opposite of that, which is literally Jennifer's body, which is, and it was so crazy to me that they didn't even talk about it. It was like, I I mean, maybe it's because they're going to make another season and they're going to go further up, but how do you not talk about Jennifer's body in that episode? Yeah. I agree. That was the most disappointing. That was like one of the only things I was disappointed by. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing, because I, I don't know. I felt very like, confused yeah I, I just maybe it was a bit too well because they talked about like ginger snaps was from the 2000s so yeah, I, that's I, what, I, I didn't I feel get like, either i was like oh we're definitely gonna talk about jb then yeah i don't know i don't know maybe it is more of a um it's more contemporary but i just feel like it's so relevant in conversations and queer horror nowadays yes. that it's like it's renaissance or whatever people are calling it it's just very um and to have the director that's what I don't get. And like, again, if you're talking about ginger snaps, clip. yeah, literally like not there wasn't like, a clip. I they, looked again. There no, was not a clip. I agree. And they literally showed a clip from I trick why. or treat for the werewolf episode where all the women are like werewolves oh, yeah. in the woods. So it's like, but they didn't talk about trick or treat, but they had a clip from that movie. Yeah. So I was like, so you guys aren't even going to have a clip of from Jennifer's body. I know. I, I wonder, there must be a reason there. Like either like maybe they're saving it all for like a full documentary that Karen will get with yeah. the, with Jennifer's body on Shutter because so. I don't know but I it was so glaring it yeah. was so glaring the it, second the episode started I was like oh hell yeah we're gonna get into JB yeah. at the end I thought I thought they're gonna end on Jennifer's body yeah. I, I wonder if, if she was asked wonder, about it I wonder I if she know. was I maybe she wasn't maybe because it was also such a glaring spot on her um, resume for such a long time obviously now it's not anymore right. but it was it was detrimental to her but to like, Diablo it, Cody to Megan yeah. Fox like all these women but it's um, not a conversation that would be great to have it'd be so good but I think you're right I think it should be its own documentary yeah maybe shutter maybe. shutter 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 I shudder to shutter. think <laughs> what 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 the world would be like without it. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was literally the only thing I didn't like. I agree. And I it probably there is a good reason. <laughs> I hope there's a good happen. reason. If there's not a good reason, then I, then I'll fight. What? You'll I'll pull fight. it out of your brain. Yeah. Don't do that. Cause there's so much good stuff in it. Oh. Um, anything else? No, I could talk longer, but we can't. 
So. <laughs> but we can't. <laughs> uh, but if you guys have seen it, please let us know. Let what us know your what your episode? thoughts are. Yeah, tell us. Yeah, let us know your favorite app. Um, what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it. If you haven't seen it, yeah. go watch it. And Consider what did go you learn? Because I learned a lot. Learned a lot yeah. that we can't even cover in this. But I'm yeah. excited. I, it'll be an October rewatch for me. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. At least a couple. Of, like maybe not the full thing, but for sure at least that last episode is so fucking good. Yeah, it really is good. It was good. Amazing. Love you so much. Love you. Thank, Thank you for you watching. So Give yeah. us um, a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you have the time, if you're on YouTube, which we're recording on right now, yes. um, you know, like the video, leave a comment, let us know in the comment section. Have a little subby. Have a little subby. <laughs> um, and yeah. Yeah. Until. Until next time. Gay, gay fries. So what did you think I was going to do? Nothing. <laughs> Set and select DVD. They'll leave you screaming for more.